important, useful time and energy for me to be engaging with some of these people. Uh, I or just you can do what I do, Tom. Yeah, what do you do? <laughs> what do you do, Shane? Go even harder. <laughs> yeah, that's so look, pretty much it. I just went on the radio the other day and just let it go, right? Just told them, you know, there's not a rule book for experiencers, especially some people see them all the time. And, you know, all these yeah. different things. People are going to call you crazy. They mm-hmm. called me crazy when I started talking about my experience. It wasn't later until I figured out what was kind of going on, but it gets even crazier because even though I witness, record, and I've shared this experience. Now, I want you to remember this. Everywhere I've been with people, Jamie's in here, um, Anomalous Observer was my most recent, have shared the experience with me, right? Now, right, right, even yeah. that, knowing that, I still didn't talk about stuff like that. Hey, I'm Shane, and I can probably get you infected with a UFO. Right. Don't you, you don't talk about that stuff. But <laughs> even as I got more comfortable in these spaces on my uh, podcast and I started talking about my experience more in full, I still paired stuff back. Things that I I knew people were not ready for. And this is what I'm going to say. It's almost like when Dr. Nolan talks about, you know, you got to look at who you're talking to, speak their language like academics, use academic words, things like that. Right. 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 Read the room. Sometimes. You go in a room, maybe they'll want to hear about the nuts and bolts, but as soon as you broach abduction or you talk about something like that, so it's it's one of those, it is a, it, don't ever apologize to for your experience because people are, a lot of times they get jealous. It's jealousy a lot of times, right? Yeah, I think you're, I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, I, I do think that's part of it. Yeah. Think about well, this. Think They're stuck in a normal life the... and, and you're talking about a reality they only wish because it's a fantasy to them, right? Right. I, I can't help what happened to me. I can't go back and change it. Like, I wish I could share it in a way that would, you know, justify what I say and what I do. I, I, I so badly wish I could present it to them in that way where I could be like, hey, Lou Reviews. Hey, Green Street. Hey, Mick West. Like, come come take this trip with me real quick. I want to show you what happened to me, but I can't. Oh, did you get and, it? Was it know? with Lou? You got it with Lou? No, I didn't. So we didn't get into it. He asked a really simple question. I had shared Marco Rubio's recent statements on Fox News. Like, this is the biggest story, you know, in history. I'll debate him all day long and put him under the carpet. No problem with that. And I showed you the screenshots. He was like, dot, dot, dot. And what if it's not? And I'm like. He's not a bad guy. He just doesn't know the topic. I don't blame him. Just clueless when it comes to UFOs. He's a comedian. I've seen his show before. He's not a good comedian, but he's a comedian. You know, I got nothing against the guy personally, but then I had some other people that did attack me where they were just like, ah, oh, you guys, you're all crazy. You're just going to keep moving the goalposts. It's the same myth over and over again. And I was just like, I, I don't have the energy to debate you. You clearly we'll haven't you know gotten Tom. Yeah. With him, with Lou, 100%. He wasn't singing this tune when he was at the table until his dumb ass got sat out of the table for being an idiot, right? He was up there doing talking to people, interviewing the people yeah, I, I about, was right? watching them he and then all of a sudden he was like until he got stupid and got too big for his britches and all of a sudden everyone else is bad, it's not his problem that makes what, sense, like, right? That sounds so, like the common man it's not me, it's them right, well did he, so like I was watching him, right? And that you know, but I, you know, I don't watch anyone really like exclusively. So I'm always bouncing back and forth and then all of a sudden I go to like one of his his videos and it was like him taking like like a shit on Elizondo and all these people, and I'm like, what the hell happened? Like, did he have like a falling out with Lou? Because I've yeah, heard it's a, that it's a long story. We should actually move on because I don't want this space yeah, to be no about Lou. Because no. Lou's not even about Lou, right? So let's not be about right. him. I wish the guy. I'm not talking about Lou Elizondo. We can no. all be about Elizondo, just not the other Lou. 
I, I have no problems. I'll make it really clear. I have nothing against any of these people. I just disagree with them, and I, I wish them the best in life. I have no, you know hey, what I mean? I'll tell you I right now, Lou is not people. a bad guy. I have right. no problem with half the people that are in these spaces that like to talk the topic, but I will tell you, 98% of them don't know what the fuck they're talking about, Lou, be included. Yeah, it seems like they I'll tell him right really... to his face, and I have no problem debating him because he clearly yeah. doesn't know the topic. Just because you, you like to tell a joke here and there and you make people laugh and you're entertaining does not make you a researcher. Yeah, you may be able to bullshit bullshitters, but not someone who knows what the fuck they're talking about or someone who puts time and effort into the, this topic like most of us in these rooms, right? Well, Shane, let me, let me say this to, me, to you, so. too. Um, in my experience, and, this is a deal, we'll, and then we'll move on. In my experience, it, it feels as though that anyone that I really run into that has been exposed to the same roughly the same amount of like the literature and media that's available that I, that I have been, they come to the same conclusions that I do. It's just a pattern I see. It's like, oh, you've read 100,000 books on this? Well, me too. What do you think's going on? And they think like I do. And it's like, I feel like if some of these guys were to like step into like my archive that I have on my computer and I just sent them a bunch of stuff and they just read what I've been reading, they might think a little differently. I don't think they've seen what they're looking for yet they act like it's not there but it's there it's it's not like physical evidence and things of that sort like it, that stuff exists and they, there's people that that really are like no there's no physical evidence there's 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 tons of it and it's almost like they just don't want to see it yeah you know, i can only point people in the direction but i'm not here to convince anybody you know what i mean i'm here to, to i am to i'm here phenomenon. to convince everybody actually so guys do me a favor retweet this space right now because uh <laughs> it's going to be an off the chain pre-card remote chain. viewing space and i just started the gateway tapes so i'm probably oh, going to be even way nice. better at this shit right i'm promising you this since my experience started my brain's been going a thousand miles an hour trying to figure out what's going on around me i go all in on this i pay everything i i have into this topic Reporting, writing, everything about this, right? right? My brain doesn't take a break. I love it. My brain won't stop. No matter what I do to take a break, it won't stop. And then I started the gateway tapes. The first session, after the first session, I popped out of it like, what the fuck? Just <laughs> a click, right? Not some supersonic power. Just I was gone during that tape, right? Doing what I was supposed to be doing, I guess, because I don't... All I remember is popping up I'm like, holy shit, I felt good. And because of my experience, life, things like that, I've been having a rough go. Man, these gateway tapes have been keeping me going. And I don't mean it in a weird way. I'm just saying where my brain couldn't get that rest, that relaxation, I, I don't know what it was. I don't. I can't explain it. I can only say that every time I do it, I pop out of that thing, unless I have interruptions or something. But I, I'm also need curious if uh, maybe Astro can answer me. Is there such a thing as overboard? Because I'm kind of using it for anxiety and it works. Overboard with the gateway? I don't know. Oh, uh, dude, I'll be popping gateway three, four <laughs> times a day just because I can. I'm retired, right? I'm like, hey, let's I do know some when gateway. I, when I first learned about astral projection, I, w I became like, it was like obsessed with it, dude. So I was practicing meditation and visualization and uh, okay, cool. I just want to make sure I wasn't like, going to disappear and people are like, where the hell Shane go? <laughs> He's on the astral plane. He's stuck in but the that, that, Honestly, dude, that's how I see the when people are get into these modes of frequent experiences. It's more of a mindset than like a progression that I think people are like you become this grandmaster over like 30 years 
but to me like it's just it's pockets of this time when you get like ultra interested in having these experiences and it sounds like you're having that you know that sort of uh session right now well check it out so one of the things that happens with my ptsd and whatever goes around with it right i start to withdraw i start to just pull away from everything everybody just happens just forget about everything i got going on too actually like drop everything just don't care and that's what's been going on right i started the tapes and it's like after the first one bam i got up and i wrote that article anomalous.net check it out we'll post it in here another great segue so i pop i popped it in and i'm like oh refresh right reset whatever you want to call it in sync and i continuously like when my day starts to get shitty i start losing a little bit of that focus and i hope i don't become a gateway junkie because i'm telling you right now i pop that shit right in and i'm just sitting there i'm like come out and i'm like oh that's right that's the good stuff. <laughs> and I mean, <laughs> I've only done it for two weeks now, but I'm telling you the first fucking time I did it, I popped out like that's the break my brain needed. Shane, where did I you get the tapes? Just, I'm just out, just out of curiosity. Uh, go, actually, go on YouTube. They're, the whole set's on YouTube. They're, you can't share them, but if somebody has them on YouTube, type it in on YouTube. Gotcha. Okay, no, because I, I had yeah, them. I can't share it in point. here, but somebody has it on YouTube. I had them in files at one point, and then I, I don't know. I got them downloaded as well, but you could find them on YouTube, and I promise. I mean, yeah. that maybe I had other people tell me, you know, didn't work for them, whatever, things like that. I'm only telling you what I felt, and I can tell you I've been struggling, and my brain's just been going so much that I couldn't focus on one thing to do or figure out what was going on, and then I popped in those tapes, and it was just for at least that, what, 30, 40 minutes, my brain was, I guess, reset or something because I came out of it. Just like holy shit! I don't. I didn't remember the whole thing. I mean, I must have. It was amazing. That's all I can say. I know I sound like an idiot. So but I can't explain. Not it. at all. Not at all. Did you find yourself what? like outside of your body or separated, and then that recognition, or did you wake up and then remember the whole thing? No, I didn't. I woke up and remember the whole thing. I, okay. I all of a sudden it went like this. I remembered him. I remember the the tones humming, like that wavering when the wavering hit the that thing there. I got all of a sudden. I just woke up. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? And then I remembered. I was like, holy shit, that was crazy. Sometimes. So I'm still waiting for that OBE. Oh, when it happens, I'm, my friend, you'll know it. Yeah, you'll know. I'm gonna start remote viewing everybody, man. You're not safe <laughs> in the toilet or nothing. <laughs> you won't. Well, I think people, dude, people have have come in here and talked about having out of body experiences, and they've talked about previous experiences but there haven't there hasn't really been somebody who's been like i'm an out-of-body experiencer and i'd go through this very frequently like all the time mm. and i'm progressing and so like the 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 interest that i have more so than experiencing it because i have experiencing it you know years ago is like a way that the person would be able to test it on themselves like a, an advanced remote viewing where they're able to recognize themselves separated from their body and then complete a task you know what I'm saying? Of like, okay, yes. I'm out of body or like I'm lucid dreaming. And then that's how people that heal themselves through lucid dreaming talk about doing it is like they recognize themselves when they're dreaming and they're like, oh, shit, I'm dreaming. And then they're like, oh, shit, I wanted to heal myself some way. And then they remember to where they had this intention before they went to sleep of like, I got to think about like healing my liver, or like healing my liver. Healing, you know what I'm saying? And then they. Yeah, they, I know exactly what you're saying. And then they wake up and so they, they wake in up in their dream and they're like. 
you know, heal their liver, wake up, and then they're like actually fucking healed. And that's the shit that like is the to me is the goal of the whole thing is to like recognize yourself and then be able to do stuff outside of your your body. That's a good point. What about materialization? I I'm interested in that. Like being able to what? What was it? Maybe I'm wording it wrong. Am I wording I it wrong? I don't know. Like p- people have talked about out of body experiences and like, are you able to like go travel to somewhere and like mess with somebody that's physically there? Like, as far as I know of all the reading that I've done, you're not able to do that. You're like, you're not like able to pick something up. Right. Physically it's able to like fly around the room because you're astral traveling and doing that. Like, but people, can you I change something are... without, it, let's it, say the, without I, people noticing per se, like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, your manifest manifestation is what I meant to say, not materialization, manifestation. One of the interesting things that I've read in the literature is that when people go to the astral and it and they are like looking around their room, they're let's say they're looking around your bedroom. The bedroom is very is the same, but like added stuff. So it's like different stuff. It's like combined through time. Like all the stuff is like there. So it, it's not like what the exact as your reality. Oh, hold up. So it's really hold up. Say that again. It's like the thought. All the stuff is there, like all through time, right? That's not, because I mean, guess like, what? Not like, like, like prehistoric. All things are happening at once. Time is non-existent, right? It's all here now. We just got to figure out how to access it, and that's what we're doing, right? Yeah, you can time travel this way, correct? With your consciousness, it, what, it would uh, appear that, to be the case. that movie with uh, Anthony Mackie where they like t- they smoke the drugs and shit, and it's fucking time travel? Have you all? Oh, saw syn- that? Uh, synchronicity or synchronicity. Synchron- or- it's, what it's is something it? sync something synchronous synchronization it was, yeah. <laughs> Synch- it's a sync something man and here's the thing the dude's uh, it and he's in the elevator and then he like travels back to egypt or some shit i was like what <laughs> what's up lynn yeah so <laughs> i don't know man i manifestations with the thing that, is that like i guess oh synchronic is that what that is like synchronic actually synchronic. changing some shit Synchronic. Oh, I, you know what? I, I you're talking yeah, about like having the thought in in the out of body or lucid form, and then manifesting it in physical form, or like actual, yes. like like making something out of nothing. I haven't seen or heard of that. We just need to get a mirror in front of you, then astral. A Kazra mirror. That's <laughs> all you need, man. They, they, the they manifest in numbers like and air and shit. Aliens popping out of the walls. I we was able to, to change my scenery. I came down like a. Uh, the first time I did a controlled astral projection where I, like, intended to do it, it was a weird, like, kind of like Alice in Wonderland type situation, and I felt like I was, like, on a giant bed, right? Like, and I'm just, like, falling. But I'm, like, looking around, and I'm seeing it happening. I'm, like, speeding up, speeding up, speeding up, and just, like, this black well made of, like, like, brick. But, it, like, the brick was, like, a black, like, onyx type of material, and then, like, I just landed, right? And I and I, there was like just this opening, and I walk out, and I'm I'm standing in the desert. It was like, it, dude, I swear to God, it was like a scene right out of Dune, and um, I was like looking around, and it it was odd because like I would imagine things, like I was like I guess imagining within my own consciousness, and I was able to like conjure up like different aspects of the scenery it's like well let's add some palm trees and like things like that would happen and then i got sucked back into my body it didn't last very long but i was like manipulating the environment and it was like it was one of the most intense 
experiences I've had. I, it was just really like uh, James your mind for a minute after you're done. Yeah, 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 sure, absolutely. Your mind is almost like you have to like learn how to like almost control those types of thoughts, but you'll you'll feel it. But it was very intense, very very like intense keep, to keep that state and to stay in. Yeah, because you could feel yourself slipping back in your body, and like, it's almost like un- not even under your control sometimes of how long it is. It was just right. It was just it was so unbelievable that I that it was it was hard to maintain it because I was like, is this real? And the more you begin to just like contemplate that the more you're just like, oh, yeah, my physical body. And next thing you know, you're back. So, Hey, so uh, Nicholas Morris, actually, I'm going to post this up in the, he's got a good point, up in the, what's that thing called up there? The Jumbotron? The Nest. This is an interesting, to- yeah, this is The Nest. It's an interesting topic, you know, because we are getting into some pretty cool things. Like, manifestation can also be like eating a strawberry, but making it taste like something else. Being able to raise and lower your heart rate type things, right? Making physical manifestations. That's the kind of stuff that I'm, you know, I, using that psychic energy to do anything physical, whether it be calm your nerves or anxiety, not see the horrible shit you're seeing, things like that. I think that's cool as hell. And I didn't, man, I wish I'd started this stuff sooner. I'm a gateway junkie. It's, um, called, the, the it's, called, the mo- it's called the mothership up top. <laughs> I like that name better. By the way, for anybody that was looking for the Gateway uh, tapes, I found them, and I just clicked the, that little bottom right uh, comment section area, and I it's it's a YouTube playlist, and I shared it there for anybody that was looking for it. Nice. Thanks, dude. What's up, Jamie? Good evening. It was funny because I was like, oh, I think I was going to be late, but then you know some things came up and whatever, and, and then you had just started not very long before I got in there, so that was kind of cool and interesting. Um, but I was going to say when you guys were talking about like the astral travel, the like um, when you're in your room and like you see stuff, but it's different. Like when I, one of the times when I had lucid dreaming and traveled around in it, uh, traveled around, like I think it was astrally. But anyway, I was looking and I could see my room but it was it was like it was but I couldn't see like myself and my cat and my boyfriend that was on a bed so we're taking a nap and listening to this beautiful music and my consciousness stayed there in order to listen to it because it was so beautiful and I felt my body go to sleep and then all of a sudden I could see my room and I was like oh that's interesting and then I went out the window and you know and like through these levels but what you guys were saying also reminded me this dream that I had where we where my husband and and one of our uh, friends and um, somebody else that I didn't know were running up these staircases like in a brick um, type of thing and a building. And um, when you went up a, a set of stairs, you know, to one whole set of stairs, like go up one and then turn and then go up another little one. And, and there's like this big balcony way to look outside. And like some of it looks like ancient Egypt and then some of it looks like a rainforest and then some of it looks like all these fields and like we we're just running up and running up and running up and looking out all the different windows because it was they were all different. Like we were going to different places, like not just time traveling, but like you know, moving around to different places. So it was really funny. And then one of the people, they, and long story short, they threw their hat down and I couldn't really understand them. And they weren't, weren't believing what was going on. And they went running off back down the stairs and we all laughed. And then we started running back up the stairs and we were, it was a really pleasant dream. Like, um, it made it easier to remember, I guess maybe, but, uh, what you guys were saying about that reminded me of those things. So thank you for letting me share. Thank you. What's up, Lynn? Go ahead. 
Hey guys, I feel like a lot of what you're sharing reminds me so much of the movie Inception. 100%. Um, I also wanted to, okay, let me find it. Astral, you tweeted today, the scientific validity of psychic phenomena, psi, is way stronger than UFOs and UAP, which makes it amusing when people suggest we're unprepared for such woo concepts. Yeah. Um, I found that uh, that was so spot on. Um, yeah. So thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, I will say thanks for that, Astral, because as a nuts and bolts guy originally, who's crossing over to the woo. 100%. Uh, there's way more papers. There's way more academic work done on all that psychic stuff, right? 100%. Yep. So you can go right now and just type in and actually find papers that are validated over and over. Hell, you got, um, damn it. And I was just watching today, Targ, and then, um, oh, somebody else. I, I, I don't know. I'm all into this remote viewing and stuff now. I'm just way behind the curve. So, yeah, Astro was on point with that. I, I just think there's a lot that could be learned with the field of UAP and just with the, the research part of it. And, uh, you know, just to tie back what Thomas was talking about too, with the skeptics, bro, like I, I don't even bother with, with these guys that they're not even skeptics because if they were a skeptic, they'd actually be pushing the field forward and progressing in, in, in the science. Like skeptic to me is, is science-based. It's not credibility of individual stories or people. That's, that's like, criticism uh, that's credibility of, of personal credibility that people are, are getting into now on Twitter with the majority of the people who are basically debunkers their their effort is to debunk it and they know that they get this attention and sort of pushback and it they get enjoyment I would I would think of of this perspective that they take right off of the bat on on basically everything you know on every perspective but i think if you talk with some people one-on-one -on -one in a real conversation with these guys they're just as interested in the topic as we are they weren't at least somewhat interested in it but um for me like in terms of researching this scientifically you know parapsychology and psychic phenomenon there's just been so much that have been done so after I had my first precognitive dream, like that's all that I kind of focused on was like, where's the science at with this? Like, why aren't more people talking about this? And and uh, science isn't paying attention to this more. If you're able to leave your body and practice it and do it at will, like everybody should be talking about this shit. Like we should all be like, whoa, this is crazy. So it was very interesting to me that it's kind of like been this grass grassroots movement to like create these journals so like these journals that have scientific articles and all of this stuff have been created by these research organizations and, and basically people who have been so motivated to to get this stuff out there whether through collecting researching it themselves or have experiences personally like they're motivated enough to like create all of this data and do all of this research like and they're not getting any money there's like not money into and in, into this to research it and i think that's one of the most frustrating parts is like people are all doing this and it's it's they're not getting paid for it like people talk about grifting but there's a whole another side of this where 95 percent of the people that are doing things in terms of advancing the field aren't getting paid like they, you, you know there's not people that are on fucking youtube making thousands of nobody got just got paid on this twitter influencer thing that people are getting paid for nobody got paid on ufo twitter because nobody's got that reach of hundred thousand followers so that's the frustrating part i think of all of this 
as well is there's a field that needs to be created through UAP and UFO research. There's no money that is going to be thrown around except by like people like Bigelow or Fugel right now. And so there's not an independent way other than if you just started up yourself through a grassroots movement like Christopher Sharp kind of has and kind of like Shane is doing uh, through ways to get the information out. So uh, that's my kind of rant on that. But thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, I think it was an, it's an important point to, to have. And it's going to be interesting to see when people really dig into the data for psychic phenomenon and be like, oh, man, like people have been studying this like this is really research. So it'll be it'll be cool to see people that come over and, and start looking at that. I think the government's been hiding it. I think they've taken it seriously for so long. And if you go and take a look at different programs like the Pegasus and all these, they've been hiding the consciousness connection. They've known because another article that I'm working on, our space kids, who John Lucas wrote a great article on that, right? So we've been using you through MK Ultra and doing our thing. Our government's been using children as space kids to communicate with NHI. Well, no shit, right? It sounds wild, not to our government. It gets wilder, and the wilder it gets, the more real it gets, and that's the part that starts making me think, how much are they hiding? That's what the, the killings were about, the assassinations. The secrets were not about the nuts and bolts. Everyone has a craft. You didn't know that? Your neighbor's probably drinking beer, driving a craft right the fuck now. It's the woo that they're killing over because NGOs got craft. You know, they've got some corruption going on to hide them. Just everyday, you know, earth stuff. Now, the woo, that's a different story. I think that's what the intended secret was. You know, the ability to time travel portals. You have a communication. These are all things our government does to, and takes seriously. And there's, the proof is out there. It, there's people that talk about MKUltra and these different programs. It doesn't matter what they rename. Programs do not end in the United States government. I have multiple sources to tell you, and you can probably guess it yourself. They just rename themselves and go elsewhere so they get harder to find. So that's what's going on. We've got these programs. We still got these programs. And I'll say this again. If you get a chance, go check out that announcement about that book about Scott Andrews. I have it in my head that he was one of those space kids. And that's what this is about, the woo. I think Scott Andrews' book is going to be to the woo what Secret Machines was to nuts and bolts. You know what I mean? A blueprint. Go ahead, Lynn. I don't know if I just mic dropped or if I was that annoying. No one wanted to say anything. Jamie no, just gives me a fist. You're, you're great. Uh, can you hear me? <laughs> no, he was that annoying. Yeah, I can. Go ahead. I was that annoying. No, to Astral and, and to Shane and to Tom, um, I see Stone Design here too. I was on a space with her earlier today. Um, I think I think the people are. I mean, I think people are going to come to your accounts. You know, as this stuff becomes more and more and more mainstream, they're going to find you. You guys are going to grow. Um, you guys are the leaders in this area. Your spaces are lit, um, and I think that a lot of us have been um, that have that have found these places. These people like you that we're so grateful to have found. We've all kind of been through maybe perhaps if we're lucky enough to have gone through the same process, which a lot of us is like, it starts with the sighting, you know, like a gold cube in my instance, or like starbursts in the forest, another instance I had. And so you think originally that it, that it is a craft, that it is nuts and bolts because it, because it absolutely looks that way. And then when you get down the rabbit holes and there are so many of them, you do come into the woo. 
And the fact of the matter is, is that there is, there is not one without the other. And so as all of this becomes, you know, more and more disclosed and, and, and entangled and apparent, um, I, I have to say, I think you guys are going to be, you know, like in leadership on all of this. I think people are going to be looking for accounts that are accessible and transparent and real. And um, yeah, I can't commend you enough. I think you guys are doing awesome. I had such a crappy week. Thank you for those kind words because uh, it's nice to hear positivity like that on that woo lin let me ask you this what we're seeing is woo maybe it's it's some far advanced tech but you take fravor the incident whenever he's got the tic tac right and ends up at his cat point how do you explain that with woo now with my experience i can count 60 to 70 times sometimes with people that i leave my house or i go some like go out my back door and it's there and it just what i see is there Again, and I record it or someone else sees it. It's just there every time I go to another place and it happens, right? 3.30 in the morning with an anomalous observer from UFO Twitter. He wanted to have his first experience. Said, can't promise anything, but so far everyone that's been around me is getting them. So we came down and we set our alarm for 3.30 in the morning. We step outside. As soon as we step outside, it's there, right up there to my left. And I said, there it is. Now, there's only one way to explain it for me because... For a minute, it used to freak me out because I didn't understand. Now, if we're talking dimensions and something's able to access our time differently, then it's a totally doable thing. It's not even magic, right? It can just literally play a movie and pick any spot in that movie to be. So that's what's going on. Because it would freak me out before because I was like, how's this happening? Well, I'm seeing it differently. That's the problem. It doesn't necessarily mean it's magic. They're just getting a bigger picture of what's going on. So it makes it a little easier for me. The more I learn, doesn't matter where I learn these things or whatever. As I pick them up, it makes it easier to digest because some of this shit is crazy. Imagine going places, states, and there's shit everywhere you go and people are seeing it. Yeah, I talked about that on the radio. I'm sure people think I'm crazier than shit. But it happens. And there's people with me or I record it. So what do I do, Tom? Do I stop talking about it or do I convince people shit's here? I go, in, I go all in on crazy is what I do. So I just say, but, hey, this is what's going on. But so like, even if you're looking at some of the most recently, like, quote unquote, leaked, I don't know if it's purposeful or not. That, that's a different argument. Um, the missing page of the um, remote viewing document. Um, it, it, you guys were already alluding to this earlier, but it does seem clear that the, the, that the real secret has to do with, um, you know, astral, astral projection and our real capabilities to um, connect with this other dimension, to, to connect with these, um, you know, hidden um, abilities. And, and the fact that that was a very real fear once that was figured out by governments that, um, you know, mankind could also, you know, the, the vast majority of humanity could get involved in this space and, and ruin it or perhaps, you know, you know, bring it to some sort of demise that wasn't okay with the, with the governments that was the real threat. Uh, that looks like the bigger threat. And I think you already talked about that. I think one of the things too, that it could very well be an option is that, you know, they really haven't figured it out in terms of like how the connection is there in, you know, interdimensionally, even with Jacques Filet, the more that Jacques dives into his, theories of what it is it's more of like less definite and and like an overlined 
system that's taking place. So it, it, I, I don't know that the government like is ha- even, even has this answer. They might have evidence of like different kinds of beings and ships and have their theories of, of how these tech, how this technology might work and even back engineered, you know, Shane could definitely allude more to that. But I think that like to, to, to maybe think that they have it figured out. I don't, I don't know. Like, I, and I think that might be one of the reasons why they're keeping it is like, they don't know as well. And that might even be more fearful for people to learn. It's like, we know that they're there, but we don't know what they're doing. And uh, we, nobody does. I think we got treaties uh, more, more, more than things, Uh-oh. but I, I'm pretty sure we got some treaties with some now the tech right now, like currently I, going on, dude, I, I think we've had treaties for a minute and I just think this, I'm going to say think, but yeah, no, we've had treaties for a minute, right? And I think that our government knows so much about, now, not everything, obviously, because I think we've got a plethora of shit here, like a damn, you know, men in black type situation, but I've heard quite a bit of what's here is going to be a biological AI of some sort, which is, you've heard numerous times, right? Which would make sense. And a lot of it's, I guess, the worker bees for one specific You got tall grays and then you got the worker bees. That's what I've heard. It was quiet. The biological tall, tall grays, whatever you well, want to call cons- it. C- consider, considering I'm working on this giant video about the grays, I can second that. There, what I've, without giving away too much of what I put in the video, I will say that. To me, at least, there seems to be a distinction between these worker bee um, um, robotic grays. And then there's also this other group of taller, much more biological in appearance grays. It's almost as if they created robotic versions of themselves to do tasks that maybe they just didn't feel like doing. But some of them appear to just be robotic in nature while some appear to be very much biological in nature but it's it's not just that black and white though it's very complex and god knows i could just be wrong too but that's that's what i've run into at least in in my research not saying you're wrong i'm not saying i'm right i'm saying there's a shitload of information out there and that's what we try to do is parse it and you either vet it with sources, you you find other places that it's in. But I can tell you that I've heard so many different things. Okay, here's one that confuses me. Nordics. The Nordics, where do they fit into the picture? Like Italy, the crash in Italy was Nordic. The beans that came out of there were the, the Nordics, right? So where do they fit in? If, if I just made, the, let's say we take the comments I just made about the grays and it's what that is, right? Where do the Nordics fit in? Is that just a made-for-us type, you know, control system? Is that a breakaway, breakaway human civilization? Because that sometimes seems like we're being gifted things, right? We get a lot of our tech from that stuff. And it's not just tech we get. We're finding out now, you know, about the difference in size from the inside to outside, right? All these other things that we could gain because one of the ways the grays I posted a tweet about earlier, uh, one of our, my sources told us about a molded device they, they use to connect consciously or whatever to said craft maybe the craft and them are both some kind of consciousness thing right once you figure all this out it's all the same thing that consciousness level that third rail that electric rail so i i I can't begin to tell you because 
shit. There's lists of beans out there. You got mantis. Hell, I'm not even a throw it, the type of beans that are out there. There's somebody's probably in here and list them all off, right? Is that because we're in a zoo? Is that because it's a control system? Or it's just a reality that we've completely missed out on for some reason, which is also, you know, because I kind of feel like I'm, I'm seeing a partial reality here that not everyone else is seeing. But, dude, that goes back to the, the question that I had. If, if we have figured out any kind of technology, it has to be close enough to us that we can actually figure it out, I feel like. We wouldn't be able to figure out technology that's 500 years ahead of us or know how oh, that's, it works. That's why I, I agree with your point. Like the Khazra mirrors, that I think what my point for you, what you were saying was, I think they hide the shit because they're scared that anyone can use it, remote view with it, communicate with, you know, these things that we've been discussing. I think... They don't want that because uh, a knowledgeable civil or population is not a quiet population. You know, you want sheep. You want people that are just going to sit back and just do what they, you tell them to do. You get people out there remote viewing the shit, the universe, all hell is going to break loose. Unless, you know, one of the other things that I thought of is that they've dumbed it down, that basically we were setting off nuclear weapons they were like oh shit like this is a sign where uh civilization is uh heading towards the wrong path let's drop off our little things you know to try and help them in the right direction like that's kind of the only way that i would figure other than that i don't see a civilization close to us enough in development anywhere to be able to figure out space travel to get to us to be able to drop that off or like not be able to communicate with us or stick you know it, 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 it's hard for me to kind of comprehend that aspect well, of it right now. I think one of the things they talk about, but we'll get around the room after this, is they could very well be, let's say, another completely different universe, but using a dimensional way to travel or have some way, or like uh, freaking Eric Weinstein says, right? It's no big deal if you grow or shrink the ruler. You can travel the distance easily. All you got to do is grow or shrink the distance. Is what That's what the gravity drives do, right? These bubbles and things like that. And I actually am working on an article explaining how some of our shitty gravity drives work that we have, that are knockoffs that we have. And it's, some of that stuff's already out there, too. So I think the stuff you're talking about is right. There's all these things. They can't travel this far. What if they've always been here? Well, yeah. maybe shadow biosphere. Maybe there's something else right here with us, just like, a, say, a neutrino that we can't act uh, interact with most of the time. A neutrino what? interact with matter every now and again right what if it's something like that and that's the shit we see paranormally ghosts and and that's what we're seeing i'm just kind of spitballing here so we'll bring it around the room too lynn was it you or mass hysteria mass can go you were first uh you were first if you want to go ahead you stuck your head right before me you're, you're okay. good. I'll um, go after. Yeah, I just wanted to comment real quick. I, I came in uh, late, and I'm not sure exactly uh, how it started or whatever, but like based on the Nordics or whatever, just on the reports and in relation to like the Greys, for example. The Greys uh, seemingly are like robotic in how they behave. Um, they seem artificial, um, how they look, all that stuff. And then you have the Nordics that seem, based on reports, you know, and like you said, spitballing, everything's just spitballing when it comes to this shit. <laughs> Norik seem to be sympathetic to the cause of humanity in a way. They seem to be friendly, like whatever the fuck that means. But also you touched on a point where 
you know, what if we're dealing with a, a, an alternative universe altogether and they know how to get here? Then that, that, whoa, what the fuck was that? Um, <laughs> and then, like, that opens the, the doors up. Opens the doors up to all okay, kinds of possibilities. <laughs> opens the doors up to all kinds of possibilities. Like, what the fuck? Then the possibilities are completely endless. So it's like, what the fuck is, I don't, I feel like we, even the government, like however much information's out there, I feel like there's a certain level of we don't know what the fuck is going on, basically. I agree with you, and I thought that was you getting excited. It's like, damn, this dude loves this topic just like <laughs> me, man. No, I wasn't sure. What <laughs> I was like, what was that? Damn. I like Go ahead, that. Lynn. Absolutely. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. Um, Okay, before I sign off here, I wanted to, again, say that your guys' spaces are awesome. Um, I wanted to tell people in this group, if you're like me, whose voice shakes and who's really nervous to talk, these guys are so cool. They're really welcoming. I would encourage you to talk. Not nervous. <laughs> Thanks. I've, I'm, I've always been incredibly stage fright. Uh, just one other quick thing I want to say before I have to get off. I hate to get off, but um, I have to do something really quick. Is um, what if, this is wild, what if we also have a lot to do with our own circumstances by the power of our mind? And I thought this was really wild at first. If you would have told me about any of this four years ago, I would have listened nicely and dismissed you internally. But because of my own experiences, I know there's many of us out there. Um, my whole worldview changed. My reality was upended. And now everything's an open book. And I'm just, I'm just consuming knowledge, right? Just open to anything. And so I've tried out a couple of things. So um, let me just really very quickly. Um, Maxwell, Marks, Maxwell Maltz, his book, Psycho Cybernetics, I couldn't recommend more. Um, Pam Grout, E2, I couldn't recommend that more. And um, Power of Your Subconscious. Those three books, just give them a quick shot and just try them out for yourself because this is, this is what's really wild, you guys. I was, I've been up and down these rabbit holes and then you have to try these kind of self-experiments -exper after things have completely upended your reality to try it out for yourself in your real world and see, okay, well, let's just try myself as an experiment. And there is something to this. There is something to our thoughts make our reality. I know it's crazy, but it's true. And so I encourage you to look into this stuff. Um, I know you guys probably already have look into it again um and i and I, I believe that a lot of this a lot of um the phenomena responds to it in some way shape or form anyways thank you all you guys are such a joy thank you so much have a great night have a nice night thanks Lynn. Bye, that Lynn. was awesome i like what you said i like what you said about consciousness having an effect on reality there's a lot of science to back that up these days so i appreciated hearing that as the old saying goes to, uh, you know, thoughts manifest reality. And I think, uh, I think a lot of that is true, um, in one way or another. Yeah. So. That's why, you know, if, when, when you hear the very cliche phrase, you know, think positive, think positive, you'd be surprised what happens when, when you shift your, 
your mindset from uh this sucks this isn't gonna get any better to you know what maybe it will you you You'd really be surprised what can happen when you just do that and just focus. Well, I can tell you one thing. Um, uh, had some troubles recently uh, to the point where I was cursing the universe and uh, it hasn't really worked out very well. Uh, so maybe I should have um, went the other way with that, <laughs> trying to get back on, um, on that page. But there's something to it all, that's for sure. It'll get better, man. Damn. It'll that get better. Me of, you have seen that scene in, uh, was it? Oh, the, is it Twister, the one of the tornadoes, right? When he's out there drunk and he's throwing the liquor bottles, screaming at a tornado. They're t- they tell a up. story about it. They, they're at a, yeah, they're it at tells a story about table. it, right? yeah, yeah, I wonder yeah. how many people have been in that situation but cursing at aliens. I bet you. Here, have man. a drink. <laughs> I, I been, oh, I, they, they fucked my life up at one point so badly. I remember being outside, uh, drunk on some beers. and didn't take much because I don't drink much, right? Neighbor, No wonder neighbors think I'm a lunatic, but... Cursing at him, right? Because for a minute, I thought they were people. People following me with drones everywhere. I'm out in the yard cursing these things, just screaming up at the stars. I, yeah, wild shit. Good times. Good times. He's just yelling at the air. <laughs> I, I, no shit, I've done it twice. I mean, twice. <laughs> that, that I've just been so frustrated and been like, what the fuck is going on? Get the fuck out of my life type shit, right? I mean, this is back before. I kind of realized what was going on, but when I just imagine how wild that looks. And I still think about stuff like that when I talk about it. And like, I bet you people think I'm full of shit. Like when I was on the radio talking about seeing these things everywhere and people with me seeing them everywhere I go and recording them, people probably think I'm full of shit. But self, there's two people in here right now that were in Roswell with me when it happened there. And then it happened the next night there and the night before in Roswell, just recently here. I took somebody out for their first experience. I, all I could say is the orbs love me, man. I just wish I had that way with people. Yeah, people are overrated sometimes. Yeah, I will tell you. I'll tell you that my experience is such, and it had been so intense. And it wasn't until recently I started having some dreams that I kind of started understanding things more. But I always knew that the experience was a lot more intense than I was kind of ready to let on for. Right? Most nobody wants to talk about. All I can say is this: if something's in your life daily, like it is, and sometimes manifest itself in ways that man will make you second guess if you're fucking crazy like to to reach out to sources and say hey somebody's hacking me and ci'ing me or messing with me or getting it it i can't explain it and it it comes so often that it's just a part of my life and then so i make a choice i can either not talk about half my life which is what i did for a minute just not talk about stuff or do what I did for a minute, which talk about just the stuff people was ready for, or I can just talk about all the stuff like I am now. Like my very first dream I've had in five years, I went to Vernal, Utah um, for my first conference and it was a abduction dream. Grays never had another dream since then. Well, one more dream since then another abduction dream. And it, the abduction dream that I had the second one is repetitive. It keeps happening. And it's on this specific date, December 17th. And on that date, I have a recording of an orb and in between that orb and another video, I have time that I can't remember. I was outside recording that orb, and then I, all I remember is recording it, something going away. Don't know what the fuck that means. Kind of leaning one way. It scares me a little bit. But do I talk about it? Sure, why not? Can't get any crazier, right? 
Well, I'll tell you, uh, as far as I, I can't relate to that stuff, but there's other things that, are, that happen in our reality where, like, I lived in a house that was haunted, not UFOs and aliens and stuff like that, but it got to the point to where I had to, you know, you, when you're around someone that's really angry, for example, you can feel the vibes. And uh, it got to the point uh, a couple times where I had to yell and be like, get the fuck away from me, dude. Like, you know, why would I, why would I feel like I had to do that? So there's things out there that are happening all around us all the time that just hit us sometimes, man. So, and you're definitely not alone with your experiences, man. Like, as we all know, we've, we've, we've heard um, so many people through the years that are going through exactly what um, type of shit that you, that you experience. So, dude, I had a conversation with my neighbor today who drove, just drove by who I played poker with that I'm cool with. And he was just like, yo, what's up? What's up? And, uh, you know, I was like, oh, I've just been in Roswell. And we ended up just getting into a conversation just in what you were talking about in that they went, him and his fiance went to this location, like, like ghost hunting. It was like this psycho asylum where you could pay to like go there. Right. And, uh, uh, they ended up going and he like had, you know, kind of this overnight stay and him and his girl like stayed in the cell that like you weren't supposed to go in or like some crazy ass person was in there. And then after that, he started having like sleep paralysis, like frequently, and so, uh, you know, just today we were talking and then so I, I was like talking about astral projection and like all that shit. So, like, I think a lot of people are having these similar type of experiences and can relate to a lot of what, what um, you know, others are doing as well. That's really weird that you said that because uh, that, that house that I lived in, it was my ex's house, I lived there for two years. That, that was the first place that I had uh, experienced um, sleep paralysis. So maybe there's a connection there somehow. But, the, man, that, that was not uh, a pleasant place to live. <laughs> like, not at all. Well, we were discussing like the hitchhiker. I was like, yeah, it's a like common kind of topic to talk about with the hitchhiker is if like when you go there to a you know, specific location, can something attach and like keep on with you? Or is it like you physically going there that triggers something that like is like, oh, this guy's curiosity is like taking this serious now. Like now we're going to start kind of like asking what kept you know fuck around and find out <laughs> kind of thing of like you're you're curious enough to really physically travel here and find out about this now we're gonna like let you know that this is real or something like that so it's like that's a common discussion that people have of like when these locations and you experience this what do you think dude was that directed at me yeah, yeah, yeah. Just with the location, do you think like there's a hitchhiker that actually has followed you, or like you kind of opened up something that like allows for these experiences because of your curiosity? Um, well, uh, it's hard to say. Like I've been interested in this stuff since I was a kid. Like I grew up watching fucking In Search of with Leonard Nimoy, and like uh, you know the X Files, of course, uh, all that stuff. So like, but I never really had an experience until I moved in with my ex uh, in her house. Uh, I actually still drive past that house all the time. I actually want to because like they don't live there anymore. I, I, I almost want like want to knock on the door and be like, hey man, do you guys ever have experiences? <laughs> I'd probably look like a fucking total psychopath. But um, no, like it's a never... movie right there. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like. <laughs> but i still want to do it but uh just to make sure like are these they have to be experiencing this stuff or maybe they just deny it but whatever but like i i never had an experience before or after in the same way as like that house but like it was the first place i had um sleep paralysis and i had dude like you would hear people walking up and down the stairs at night that there was no one there and based on the stairs like super creaky um, there was no mistaking it. There's nobody in the house. There's no wind. There's not. There's just nothing, dude. People be banging on the on my ex's door when there's no one on the house. Like no one in the house. Like it's just re it's real. And these presences are there, 
And like I said, like I had to yell and tell them to get the fuck away from me because it would be so overbearing, you know? Like, just like I said, like when you're around someone that's super angry, you can feel their vibes. Like, you can feel it in the room. You could feel like sadness in the room and shit like that too. But like this was a super angry presence. But ever since then, ever since I moved, I've never had anything like that. I'm always weary of it. I feel like um, I've talked about this in other spaces where I feel like I kind of, I really don't want that in my life. So like subconsciously, I kind of block it out. I feel like maybe, maybe that has helped like not bring that shit around me because it's, it was so unpleasant to deal with. But I haven't had like a hitchhiker effect from it. So, but I'm not going to say that that's not, you know, that doesn't happen to other people. Uh, there seems to be a lot to that. It's super interesting. But um, like when it comes to like UFOs and stuff, like I would love to see a UFO. It would probably scare the shit out of me. But I feel like subconsciously, I kind of dub, dub it down a little bit to where like I just don't want to go through that right now. Like if I seen an alien, I, I would be frozen in fear and probably have a heart attack. <laughs> so um, I don't know. It's hard to say, man. I would spear it like Goldberg. Choke <laughs> <laughs> <Joke> slam. <laughs> Jamie, what's up? Or Shane, go ahead, bro. Sorry. Um, Jamie, go ahead because I completely <laughs> forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> it's okay. Um, thank you. I just wanted to say uh, that the when I put a fist up, it's like the be strong kind of thing. Like... Or, or, you know, find strength or something. That's oh, I knew what it was. I was just giving you shit. Oh, okay. I figured when I give you shit, you thought, yeah, you're good. <laughs> anyway, and so also, um, Aspel, you mentioned the science of precognition. And Dr. Julia Mossbridge um, and Teresa Chung have co-authored a book called The Premonition Code, The Science of Precognition, How Sensing the Future Can Change Your Life. And I put that up in the nest and in the bottom right pocket because I know sometimes I guess the nest disappears or something. Or the mothership. I mean, <laughs> I like that name. So thank you. This is fun, and um, and I'll send you my my thing. I was meant to do it earlier, but I I didn't. But I have it done now, so I'll send it to you. Oh yeah, totally forgot about the remote viewing. <laughs> so we'll reveal the target in like ten minutes. So if anybody wants to do it last minute, there's a target up top for the first post, and it's a photo that's hidden inside. I didn't determine it until about ten minutes ago. And had it dropped off. Uh, I have somebody else determine the photos. Somebody was asking about like how I do it. And uh, just that for this one, I had uh, my printer. Uh, I usually print it locally at where I work. But um, had my friend print them out. So just did a precognitive one since I knew he was going to drop them off today. So um, what I thought was funny, too, is somebody um, was like, oh, well, like you can't do the, You can't tell the future in remote viewing. Like that's not possible, which I thought was like precognition is like the most common uh, psychic phenomenon that people have. But I think, you know, to recognize your your precognitive, a lot of the, the majority of them are like spontaneous. So like you recognize after the fact of like, oh, damn, I had a dream about that or, you know, so it's very rare that people like recognize that they've had a dream about it. Um, which is an interesting topic um, to to kind of as well. But if you wanted to try the remote viewing, send in your submission. You can respond to the comments, draw it out, describe what you think is on that photo, and I'll reveal the target, what's actually in the envelope in about 10 minutes here so you can compare it. And it, you're, with your experience, I'd like to hear about people's uh, feedback from it, what they think, what their methods were. So we have a discussion after we reveal. If you want to come up and talk more about it, if you have any questions, you know, feel free to do that. But we can keep the uh, discussion going too. Hey, real quick though, uh, do me a favor, guys. Retweet the space. Give all these speakers and co-hosts and hosts a follow. Uh, we actually, man, we've been doing this for a minute, Astral. 
spaces and just talking about, about year, the subject. Dude. And it's, it's probably been. Yeah, about a year. I can tell you. I can tell you what. If you want to get rich, ufology is where you got to go. No, you're not going to make any money here. So we've been doing this shit on our own, right? Kind of all the time. And the reason is it's important to us, for one, because we know that there's a completely different reality out there that most of us either don't live, aren't aware of, or just partially living. And I didn't know shit about remote viewing and stuff. And I've actually, I need to get back into trying it. I think that the, the dead kitty scared me. The second time I did that shit, so I, I was gonna go with one win and not do it anymore. Way. You gotta try it. I, I would like. To I, I will. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm pumping my game up, right? And uh, I was gonna say as well, guys. So tomorrow I'm gonna be interviewing a uh, Ralph and Deborah Blumenthal about their uh, kids' book, UFOs, Mystery in the Skies. Be second time I get to interview them about it. It's a really good book too. So check it out. If you guys have any questions that maybe I could sneak in about anything else, throw them in this thread. Maybe I can get to him or whatever, right? So I'm excited to talk to him again. And then before we get to Kimball, I'm going to say goodnight because I actually do got to get up early for that shit, guys. So I hate to bounce, but I'm tired. I think I want to go do a little gateway real quick. Sorry. I love how into it you are. <laughs> well, I, dude, I, I have a question that you could ask him just because I have uh, kids of my own. Is what does he think is going to be the the media or... Uh, avenue that kids are going to consume ufo information because they're so, they're bombarded with so much crap that how how are they going to be able to like do they think a book is going to you know obviously a book is a great thing but um you know like even to get a, a someone to read the book you know early on it is i think um with how much media is out there like what do they think in the future is is a media that kids are going to consume or younger people i'll you ask know, that's yeah. a good no question. i'll ask him that question that's a good question actually so i'm gonna write that down and ask him so i can't even get um, articles on reddit dude like oh summarize it it's, it's a three minute fucking read dude read it like what are you doing yeah, yeah that's the uh most people on the internet aren't who they say i, I just figured this out I, right you know they lie to you <laughs> they'll tell you one thing and not you know that one guy who was supposed to be a surgeon who did your surgery for cheap no he was an inmate so be careful Internet's not what it's supposed to be. I'll well, we tell you this, guys. People like like Dan Norin or Dan Warren earlier, you know, as like content creators who can bottle up stuff and present it. But yes, Jane, thanks for coming by, bro. We'll have a space soon and talk more about the. Let me with this though. I was going to say this. The reason I guess I approach it differently. It's, uh, Jared made a comment earlier when Tom was talking. He's like, he, he's not here to convince anybody. I'm like, I'm here to convince everybody. That's <laughs> simply because. I spent so much time thinking I was crazy when I thought I was better. Everyone convinced me I was sick and it fucked me up, man. And so I know there's others. So if I keep going with what's going on with me, someone else would be like, all right, maybe I'm not that right. Cause here right. I am still doing UAP med and yet I'm still struggling to get a doctor that I could dump everything to. I shouldn't fucking have to be like that, but I'm also not crazy. So I'm very aware of what I can and can't say around people, doctors, things like that. It's a shit situation that I'm in and it sucks. So I approach it differently. I pump everything into it. It's probably the most important thing I've been a part of, the most shitty thing I've been a part of, but the most healing thing I've been a part of. Because as shitty as the people on the internet are, there's not many places for experiencers and people like us. So you, you guys are cool in my book. Everybody in here, except for Kimball. No, I love Kimball. I've met Kimball. <laughs> we love you. I don't look as good. You're a cool guy. Cool yeah, night, guys. I'm a good guy. Yeah, whatever, Kimball. Let us know how the uh, the gateway thing goes, man. I'm excited that you're doing that. 